Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome! part two welcome, welcome to part, part two. two y'all poodle just told me that 8 a.m is too <laughs> early to work out and i looked at him like people work out at like 6 a.m i know and he said no in fact i used to go to a boot camp with you at i know 30 and the only way only reason we would get up and do it is we would drag each other there and because the boot camp instructor bernardo would sometimes take his shirt off if we did really hello this is captain poodle speaking are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90-day Beyonce Marrying someone you only met on your phone Be they French or Chinese A brand new K-1 visa's the key Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love It's 90-day gate Let's Was it 6.30? It was 6.30 in the morning. Oh, that was so awful. <laughs> it was horrible. You know, I felt better the rest of the day, though. I did. I did feel better. I don't like physical activity that early in the day. Um, I'm it just makes doing me Pilates. Tired. Pilates is different for me. I know. I, can't, I know. I can't do Peloton at 8 in the morning. That's hard. Yeah. I anyway. understand you get, you don't come at me saying I like it really can give me energy. Come, I don't I don't give him. a shit. Come at it. I don't him. give a fuck when it what it does for you. <laughs> to be honest, I'm just telling you the body does not like to be done that way in the morning. Opinions and things said on 90 Day Gays are not actual science <laughs> from my medical doctors. from my medical opinion. Please do not put this out on your social media as fact. Welcome to 90 Day Gays. This is part two of our hey episode. Part two, y'all. We took a little break. We got ourselves refreshed. Some sugar. Poodle, I refreshed my drink. Poodle got something in his butt. <laughs> We're feeling good. I asked you to leave for about 45 minutes. And I'm back. And here I am. So <laughs> this is part two, part two of episode 13 of Happily Ever After. Uh, and we jump right in with Angela and Michael. Michael. First of all... This will they or won't they thing it's wedding day. is finally, we think, going to happen. And it could not be less anticlimactic Go <laughs> or more anticlimactic. to the chapel and we don't give a fuck. <laughs> Go to the chapel and we got our cigs in our bra. 
We are really blue. Hate, hate you, and I'm gonna get married when I'm wearing a green bra. It's actually kind of blue aqua. Doesn't fucking matter. Y'all, it's y'all. She's wearing a green bra. I don't like to say this word. It was trashy. I think it's just she just forgot. Then don't. I guess you have to wear a bra. I think Angela has to wear a bra. I think because <laughs> Michael would lose an eye. I th- yeah, I think I think everyone in present and would, I guess would need that in those. I guess, but those seal pups would be out going. Arr, 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 arr. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But doesn't I, I mean it's not like he's in the country in Nigeria. I guess they just didn't have time to go buy a new bra. I guess I I feel it, like every woman I know that got married. Their undergarments are a big deal, and they are well thought out before was there they put not, on a dress. Was there not someone on production? Is there just some old grip on a, I, on a camera? Yeah, who's probably. just the only person there? Because you know that hairstylist didn't give a fuck. He was hot. He was um, hot. But, but was there not another woman they could have sought out that says... I'll give you $50 for your bra right now. Where was Martin Short when you need him? <laughs> what? From Father of the Bride, Martin Short. Oh, right. Said, Where is Martin Short when you need him? I just thought it was a weird, that was the weirdest non sequitur I've ever heard. Y'all, if you haven't seen Father of the Bride with Martin Short you mean, fir- and Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Okay, first of all, I thought you were confusing the two. No, do yourself a favor. That movie's good. Um, I've never seen the second one. I haven't either. Is that with the woman who married Brad Paisley? Yeah. Kimberly, Kimberly something Paisley. A- Adams Paisley. I don't think it's Adams. She was also in that. Uh, Maybe it is. Folgers commercial Christmas ad. There's Wh- a- what? What? You remember her from a Christmas ad? I loved commercials. That's one reason why I became a commercial actor. Is I really love commercials. <laughs> I love being in them. I love what they do. I love them when they're good. I can see you as a child. Oh, mama, all I want to do is act in commercials. Oh, yeah, I wanted to sing the I'm a pepper, you're a pepper. Wouldn't you like to be a Dr. Pepper, too? Dr. Pepper, kick. Let's move that's on to something. I, that's where I kick in the choreography, Dr. Pepper, and I Let's go, Let's move kick. on to less, something less sad. Um, <laughs> that's true. Uh, actually, well, then we can't talk about this wedding. Let's. <laughs> so this is that's sad. post the club where she fucking lost her mind. It is. She's wearing a rainbow dress straight out of Three's Company's Mrs. Roper. Yep. Um. Mm-hmm. And she so got, she got it at the Cato Plus outlet, y'all. I'm there, just saying. Do you think this bouquet looks fake? Like no, either- yeah, they talked about the squad. It's fake. Some. So this is a whole thing in in our sissy squad, y'all. If you're not a part of the sissy squad, I just, jump in it. You'll find some info. I, I don't want it to color. I don't read it before we do the podcast. I don't want it to color my views. Well, I don't mean to read it, but there's sometimes people just talk about things in the episodes. And what I learned, there are like kind of there is kind of uh, not so much in the states, I think, but there are a lot of people that do f- traditionally fake bouquets for their wedding. So yes, right. it was fake. Yeah. That's so and when, interesting. And when it's well done, it's beautifully done. And then the way look, they look at it is you do something fake and then it lasts forever. It's like homecoming. You know when you put a mom? You remember when you used to get moms on homecoming and the guys would wear garters? Yeah. It's like that. It's fake. But then it lasts forever. Or until you break trashy. up. It looks trashy. I don't. I feel I like ours were real flowers. Most, I think, people in the States have 
Oh, you mean your homecoming? Homecoming. Oh, wait, maybe that was a real mom. <laughs> I don't remember. I remember uh, I got my no, girlfriend a long... We can't, we I can't. got my girlfriend Lacey a Longhorn because my friend Crystal Garrison... I keep talking. You no, know, Crystal Garrison used to work at Video no, Advantage and no, she used to no, let me Video She used to let me tan, tan for free, but she also did the moms for my girlfriend Lacey was her best friend. So Lacey had a Longhorn in it that lit up. Oh, wait, maybe con- that was Jessica. I'm confused. I was why, very fastidious about my moms for my ladies. Why were you able to tan for free at Video Advantage? Because the video, the tanning thing was in the back of Video Advantage. <laughs> it, of course. You know what? I didn't have to ask that. It was right by I knew. Hot Zone Pizza. We'd get pizza, and then you go tan. And then you go tan. Hot Zone Tan. Yeah, because the doctor told me it was good for my acne. Or you could have just, right. Or you could have just tanned yourself in the pizza oven. <laughs> Same. It would have been the same thing. Same. True. The doctor told you it was good for your acne? Wow, yeah. times have changed. Times have changed. Doctors used to tell people that, like, get out in the sun a little bit. It's good for acne. Helps dry. Which had, is n- not true. When I had that kind of I like, think. when I had that like psor- psoriasis breakout on my leg. Maybe it is true. Yeah, or that's when they, they wanted you, you, they would tan in very small batches. Like you would tan in like 10 minutes on either side. Oh, that's all I could ever do in a tanning bed. You know what I miss about the tanning bed? I miss that smell of just like you're kind of burning flesh. Burning. It does smell good though <laughs> when you leave with a little bit of coconut oil. My mother was tanning for a while, and her doctor said, "You need to stop tanning." She's like, "Oh, okay, fine. I'll just look washed out all the time." You've never been to a tanning bed? Uh, I, was, I thought you used to be obsessed with tanning. No, I was when I had. Um, I've never. I do like to be tan but i never went to a tanning bed until i had that rash never that was the first time yeah yeah ever yeah that was the first time not even a sexual experience in a tanning not bed. no really I, I i wasn't obsessed with that part of beauty like you were no i just went because it was free and because <laughs> the doctor told me to go i wonder how many males who weren't interested in bodybuilding Went to the tanning bed at that time. A lot, because a doctor would tell them it would be, in the winter, it's good for your acne. A lot That's of guys would so go. That's so weird. Kelly Neal had one in her house. I think she still does. She looks 50. Wait. In her house? Yeah, she had one in her house, and she tanned every day, and her hair is this day still white, blonde. How? Dyed blonde. You know, I can't, I can't go, I can't <laughs> wade into this very deep. <laughs> She's sweet. I'm going to pay for even talking about the tanning uh, place that was connected to the video store. Video Advantage. Video, Sorry. Video Advantage. Video yeah. Advantage. Anyway, y'all. So, okay. So, uh, Amber, they, they wake up the day of. Angela's already. I'm in my anxieties. I'm in anxiety. She's already. She's just already. They get out of bed. Michael's so nervous. He farts on her. <laughs> He's like, did you just pooed on me? And you know, it made did, me, you pooped? did you poot? And it made me think. Come at us if y'all, your house says poot. It's very poot, southern. It's very southern. The thing is, it made me wish that like, sometimes I wish they didn't have to create all this drama for Angela and Michael. Because sometimes just them just being them and kind of getting along is enough. I feel because like she does it so well. Um, like she's great with playing up stuff for the camera, but she's always stressed out. Like yeah. they could be going and getting, uh, f- ingredients for meatloaf and she would, it would be funny and stressful, but not hugely dramatic. Fuck you. I'm leaving you. Let me verbally abuse you. I think she it- knows what 
what role she has to play. She was on Maury Povich. Uh, exactly. She loves drama. So she says, give me something to drink, Michael. And I wrote down, what the okay. fuck is he making? Okay. Here's the ingredients. There's, it looks like some type of, like, michelada. Yeah, that's, that, that's like, it it's looked a like version of a michelada. Beer. And then tomato sauce, but it wasn't tomato sauce. It was hot so- tomato, tomato juice. Just a bottle of fucking hot sauce. Yeah, like, and like no, I feel like there was a bottle of tomato juice. I think it was. Oh, okay, okay, good. And then there was a lot of hot sauce. And you know what I, I thought? Think it was a michelada. I thought Angela is their really, version, really overweight, and smokes, and that's what they drink in the morning. And you can't tell me this doesn't bother. How come she has doesn't have acid reflux and we do? That is unfair. That You're is, exactly that right. Is, y'all, because Do you know you what s- would happen to me if <laughs> oh, I drank a me too. if I drank a fucking bloody mary in the morning? I would be I would be burning the I whole day. I would breathe fire. It would be I'd feel unco- I would feel horrible the whole day. I'd have to lay in bed the whole day. Yeah. No, I'd have to stand up so I couldn't Y'all, it'd be a whole ordeal. I'm and angry Ange- about this cruelty. And, and Angela could y'all because smoking is like makes, makes your, your reflux, acid like reflux go way worse. way worse. So you know it has to be. And I'm like, what the fuck, God? That's why her stomach hurts. Exactly. Already her WTF co- Jehovah. And her cholesterol's not high? Come yeah, on. I agree. Um, so she's in her anxieties. Uh... She she's still she's kind of still baiting him with like I maybe will marry you, and I'm just like I'm I'm to the point where I'm like it's this is not charming for me anymore. No, no. this is not. I don't really give a shit if you get married. I'm I don't done. give a shit if you stay married. I don't. I I don't even really. It doesn't even. <sighs> I'm not even annoyed that you've guilted this man who. I don't know. Definitely is using you to get to the U.S. Uh, anymore. I don't feel sorry for him. I don't feel sorry for no. anybody. Uh, I just really would rather not see either of your stories play out anymore. Same. Yeah. I, like I said last week, I'm done. I'm done. I'm Mother Debbie done. Now, if that hairdresser wants to start his own OnlyFans, I'm interested. Um, I'm so interested. They, they, they wake up, y'all, and... Oh, I, I wanted to say, she did say, she's like, you know, Michael, it's been a beautiful journey. And I went, ha! <laughs> First of all, let's think about the, what would their memories reel look like? Memories of the life we've left behind. Fuck you, Michael. Fuck you and the horse you rode it on. Us misty watercolored memories. Baby, baby. I took the blue job. I took the blue job. This is what I'm talking about. We're done. We're done. Baby, 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 I'm sorry. You took my money, Michael. You took my money from the ATM. You're a sorry son of a bitch. Watercolored memories of the way we were. And sing. And stuff like I think that was our first you montage. Had it, you had it, Michael. You did this. Is the last straw. There have been at least thirty last straws. Thirty, yeah, last straws. You went and going to fuck some bitch. Yeah, um, it's just after a while you get we get so immune to it, y'all. I just wonder, are there any? It's interesting because uh, they've talked about giving her her own spinoff, and. 
I don't know if she has Sorry, any. Sorry, I, I forgot we were on radio. I was just shaking my head no. I don't know. I know. I was kind of like, <laughs> use your words, Helen. <laughs> I just was like, like no. I, I'm. Does she have, she had some notoriety at the beginning because she was so crazy and weird. Now we've just seen her be abusive. And honestly, what we've talked about has been either very colonial behavior with Michael and his family and mm-hmm. and kind of things that be, could could be considered pretty racist mm-hmm. say, saying things is I'm so not interested. I don't care. Yeah. And that's a that's a hard thing to say. Like I have, I have a feeling I think I care about most of how what happens to these people um more that I've already predicted death for a lot of them or death for their <laughs> relationships. Um I, I definitely care about Kalani and Asuelu. I want to see how that story works out. I'm I don't give a fuck about Colt. I I, I want to see him get his just desserts. But I kind of am interested. I honestly have no interest in watching how uh, Angela's story plays no, out anymore. Again, it's like last That's week. That's rough to After say. After last week, I was done. A fall from grace because we really um, liked Angela, and I think a lot of people did. They liked her heart, but you know, some people still do. And I could give. And I, I honestly kind of want to see Tenjin and Tenjin, Tania. That's their <laughs> couple name, Tenjin. Tania and Sinjin implode because I want her to kind of like give it to him, and I want her to give it back to her. Paul and Karini, no. I, I just want, I kind of want them to go away, far I want away. Karini to, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, that and and Abby, Abby, and Andre and Libby. I want her to go away and him to come live with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, God, he looks so, good. What are we talking about? Uh, oh. we're, we're moving on to we're almost done with their them. beautiful journey. And we wake up in the morning. Angela has full-on troll doll hair. Like, she this does. is so treated, y'all. What is the, what is the poor hairdresser going to even do? It's so fried. When he comes over, well, first of all, they drive up to the The venue looks gorgeous. Looks beautiful. They drive up. She's real excited for cake, y'all. Real excited that's for the cake. First, that's the most exciting thing. But the hairdresser, a lot of, again, y'all, and I noticed this too. I don't know if this hairdresser has actually been to hairdressing school. Um, the way what, he grabs that top knot. What gave you the indication? The way he held his comb in his own beard. Yes. Before he put it through her hair? Maybe. That's how he held it there. Yeah. Or even when he held her top knot, it looked like the way the cartoon guys would hold their wives in the Flintstones. A little dragging. Hair, yeah. I want to reiterate. He held the comb that he was combing her hair with in his own facial hair. He also burned her with a flat iron. I want to reiterate. <laughs> He inserted the blue comb to hold it in his own facial hair. He then combed her hair with it, then put it back in his facial hair. Mm-hmm. I-, I could not get past it. I'd, all I could do is stare at it. You'd still suck his dick, right? Yeah. Okay, just check him. Yeah. The, his facial hair. With I, the comb and his beard? We don't have a kiss. Uh, that would be a no-kiss job. Okay. That no, that there, because y'all, you can human hair, and for the point, some facial hair, it's one of the most disgusting things in the world. Oh God, 
here we go. I, but the fact that it was sitting in his facial hair as a barber, you could never do that. No. I don't care where we are. I don't think he's a barber. I don't think he's a stylist. I think he's one of my friends at the club. He's like, can you do her hair? And he was like, sure. He didn't do a bad job uh, kind of putting it up. It did look pretty when it he was up. He did put this enormous horsehair House of Eleven fall in it. <laughs> and it was wrapped around her head like, like honestly, Angela is. It looked like those snakes on Cubert. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Cubert snakes? Yes, yes. That's what that fall looked like, y'all. Cubert was gay, by the way. <laughs> doink, 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 dick, dick, well, dick. She really needed more vol. Amber is a as a bigger woman. Angela, what I said, I said Amber. Amber, sorry. you did. Angela's a bigger woman, and so with her hair in a top knot, she just kind of looked like she she kind of she went full made, rock monster. Yeah, it made her hair look head look too small. She needed to actually get some extensions, like with some curls and like a little. It should have been bigger, more volume. Yeah, more volume. I agree. I agree. Anyway, um, y'all. Uh, She's there getting ready. She's like, I still can't believe I can't. It's my tax paying right to get married oh. in America. And I went, oh, I'm glad you're remembering other things I dislike about you. <sighs> Y'all, everyone pays taxes. If you don't pay taxes, you're a deadbeat. It's just what we do. It, uh, it offers you no special privileges. It doesn't give you special privileges. Again, Ben Franklin said, "Death and taxes." And people, all... and people who talk, who use this kind of stuff, they say, "My tax dollars." You know what? I pay taxes, so I get blah 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 blah. You know what? You're going to pay taxes, and somehow the people who don't pay taxes, there are people who don't pay taxes. You're paying for them too. Guess what? That's life. Tough shit. Get over it. I'm yep. so fucking tired of hearing about that. I agree. I'm not saying you should, you're responsible for paying other people's taxes. That's life. That's life. Oh, I am on a tear today. This is what happens when Poodle gets air I've had sugar. He comes alive. And I've had a drink, and I'm crazy. Oh, God. I'm, a, I'm Maggie the Cat, and I'm alive. <laughs> I'm alive. He really is Maggie the Cat. Um, Michael's with his friends, and they're like, Michael, this is it. This is past the point. This is it. And then that's when Angela comes out in her wedding dress, which is pretty, in a bluish green bra. <sighs> I I just can't imagine there wasn't someone on production or someone to help us here. Because this woman had to have pictures taken. But they maybe that's why I made better TV. I guess this is this isn't like a bride emergency. I know, I know. Anyway. I'm just letting you get through it like it's trauma, and I'm just sitting with you right now. I and, don't know what to also, say. And also, I think Michael's suit fits so poorly; it doesn't fit well. Doesn't sit- there was no tailoring, and it's so she went to a really fancy shop to get it. <laughs> but like y'all. No suit is really going to fit off the rack. No. For for unless you're like a unless you're Florian, no suit's going to fit off the rack. And he, he's she's been there for a bit. So yeah. can he try it on and couldn't they get it tailored? I don't know. Like it's it, not like Nigeria's fucking like He looked like he was wearing the outskirts his, of, you know. He looked like he was wearing his grandfather's suit. It was terrible. Again, he looked like that high school kid 
Sue me, sue me. <laughs> what can you do me? That would have been a, that purple suit would have been a great it uh, costume for um, guys and dolls. Yep. Um, yeah. Again, y'all. The next, the continuation of will they get married? Will Michael? Uh, will Michael? Will Will Angela say I will submit to you? Submit to, when the vow say obey, she goes huh? And I say, who fucking cares? <laughs> Fucking cares. Let's talk about Sinjin and Tania. Oh, I thought it was Andre and Libby first. Oh, it is. Yeah, it is Andre oh, and Libby first. Let's talk about Libby and Andre. Um, so you guys, Libby and Andre, this is we're halfway, we're knee deep, we're fist and the ass deep, and we're fisting, or the vagina deep, and we're fisting a punching bag, and we're punching bags, we're punching, and like, and when Andre does it, and like Coke Face Charlie. Tries to punch it, and it kind of goes there. Kind of goes there. Coke bloat. Chuck, that's, 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 that's his name. My name for him from now Coke on bloat. is Coke bloat. I like that. <laughs> Chuck hits it. It goes nowhere. In fact, Jen, his daughter, is way stronger than him. That's awesome. But y'all, when Andre, it knocked it back there. They had to remove it, and I just in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be honest, y'all. I mean. Oh, I understand completely why Elizabeth has it in for him because y'all he knows how to fuck. He does. He can. He will fuck you uh, and until you can't take it anymore. And he knows your body Mm -hmm. so well. Mm -hmm. He knows how far he can take you. Riders on the storm. Where was I? (laughs) I'm sorry. I went somewhere. (laughs) Riders on the storm. Fuck you in the ass, and I'll say, hey, don't you pass. Riders on the storm. Oh, I'm sorry. I just woke up. Where was I? Carl! (laughs) These little faggots know the doors. I'm shocked. Yo, we just sang the doors for your mom. Yeah, my mother loves the doors. Oh, I grew up listening to them all the time. So and then and then remember when the Lost Boys happened and everybody started listening to the Doors again. Yes. And then thought the Lost Boys was homoerotic enough, but then as a gay teenager, you started seeing clips of Jim Morrison and what did you do? Oh, he was so hot. <laughs> I I saw Jim Morrison's grave in Paris. Wow. Yeah. With the guy. Maybe. <laughs> Or maybe I met someone later that night. <laughs> wow! And talked to him about it. Anyway, Did you mow your son. Oh, wow, y'all! So it was hot. They hit the thing, and then so then they finally have, I guess, kind of a come to Jesus. Where, well, Jen basically says, "I just wanted to ask you about a family issue we have." Now, yes. first of all, the thing about it is. If I was, if I was Libby, first of all, when that when I heard you met with a friend of Andre, were you putting you gonna run? No, my feet, my turning my shoes on because my feet, feet are, are cold. cold. Yeah, it's actually chilly in I here. I know. I'm happy about it. Um, if 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 you're, let's say, put yourself in Libby's place, and you're in Moldova, your Hold husband's on. homeland. Hold on, I know. Take, my legs are up, and he's pummeling you from okay. over there. All Just right. smiling, that kind uh, of like devilish smile. <laughs> what did you want? I should pummel you. <laughs> okay, I'm here. Uh, anyway, put yourself in that 
and someone says, yeah, your sister and your your brother, and they're like, yeah, we met with your husband's friend earlier because we wanted to ask him some questions. Your first response is, what the fuck? It should be, why this the is, fuck did you meet with my husband's friend and not tell me about it? I would have lost my shit. This is what I've said all along. Libby never defends or stands up for Andre. And it's, no, it's not even, it's defending. It's like, this is my fucking business. But yes, she never defends herself. Oh. She just kind of sat there like a nut lump on a uh, lump on a log, yes, or a bump on a log, and and then he had to basically say, and they're like, yeah, he basically said that they were Charlie. His Charlie, he basically said that they were forced out of the country. That's my Charlie. It's so basically every like straight douche guy I've ever known. They said they were forced out of the country. Uh, <laughs> they were forced out of the country. <laughs> yeah, there you are. There you are. It's, there's always like. He's doing a key bump before every exactly. time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this Moldovan coke is rough, uh, and so and she and, and Libby's like, "What do you mean? I was forced out of the country. What do you mean? What do you mean?" And he's like, "Okay, listen, you listen, you, uh, listen. I tell you, I'm going to tell you one more time that it's not about." It's not, uh, it's, I was being set up for a lot of reason. And, uh, she's like, so wait a minute. Jen says, you left because you, like, did not want to, like, be basically in the mob and organized crime. And she's like, he's like, good logic, Jen. Good lo- <laughs> yeah, I love that. He's like, good logic. And the thing about it is, then Chuck and Jen kind of finally get it. The fact that, the police force in Moldova was corrupt. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't do what they wanted you to do, if they didn't do illegal stuff, they would set you up for something. You might go to jail. Yep. You'd be in a kind of a mafia thing. And they're like, oh, I get it now. You had to leave to get out of that. And I understand why you wouldn't want to talk about it. Yeah. But Charlie's like, you know, I think there's still a lot more to talk about. I think we don't haven't heard all of it. <sighs> And he has on the ugliest shirt, by the way. You know what he it's looks like? Green, ugly camo, like Old Navy second sale. He looks like, and I'm not shitting on Old Navy because I love some Old Navy. We love Old Navy, but he looks like um, OP maybe. Uh, he looks like he's a fat Street Fighter character. <laughs> Fair. You know what I mean? Like someone who's in Street Fighter, then they got older. He's maybe coaching. He he started eating at like Mel's Diner, and now. He's got that old 2000 haircut. You know what he looks like? He looks like someone who like basically uh, was at a strip club, told a woman he'd give her $500 if he could sleep with her. Then he gets really drunk. She makes fun of him. He like hits her so hard and he actually kills a stripper. Wow. That's the, the, seriously, that's what Charlie is. Yeah. Yeah. To me. Yeah. And like they, he dumps her. Body, yeah. yeah. And Charlie would have no problem with it. He'd just go on with his life. Trigger alert for some of you if you've been through this. <laughs> wow. Sorry, I should have guessed this that. This is like when Poodle said, I think I've watched you know, too like much true you, crime. You know when you drive, on a, a drive off a cliff or drive off at a lake in a bridge? You know how that, and then we had so many sissies saying, I tried to tell you that's a phobia. <laughs> and so many people were triggered by that. You're like, what? I think we got enough true crime uh, people in here. They're going to be fine with that stripper story. 
So y'all, so or dancer, I should say, exotic dancer. So they later they he kind of explains it to her, and then later they go to the balcony just when they're going home. Libby and Andre, and it's really the same beat, same beat or second beat, same song. Basically, the whole thing. She's just like, this is what bothers me about Libby. Oh, bad hiccups. She says, "Here we go. Why wouldn't you tell me everything? Why wouldn't you? Why are you lying to me? I need to know everything. We're gonna get married. Here's the deal." What about love? <laughs> what you got so long to care about you? What about love? Don't let him slip away. It's like, what about love? Oh, I can finish. Don't you want somebody to care about you? What's the rest of it? I don't remember. Don't hand. you want to say something like that? Here's the deal. What if, so y'all, people behave the way you tell them the way you condition them to behave. Yeah. So what do you think Andre's response would be the next time he needs to tell Libby something? In this case, if Libby said, oh man, Andre, what was that like for you to go through? Yeah. Was that scary? And I think too, what was this? Boy, I, boy, that had, you probably were so for you to feel like if you told me that, that I would think less of you when you were trying to do the right thing. Wow, that's really fucked up. None you of that. You might need it someday. That's the final <sighs> lyric. Jesus. It just came to me. Um, I think, too. There's just no empathy of, it's <sighs> such a privileged way of. It is. And it's, and it's kind of like, I. Something that's unfathomable for a lot of us here in the U.S. Yes, there's, there is police, cities, whatever, yep. organized. What the, the apparently like building buildings in LA can be corrupt. Like yep. we have corruption. Don't get me wrong. And it's also but not like a whole system. And I feel like it was probably for him. It was shameful to even talk about. Yes. And, yes. and yes. it was so shameful yes. for him to even say, I had to leave my own homeland, uh, which is a shameful thing. Yes. And uh, we just, see how proud he is just of his to homeland. talk about it. Just to talk about it would feel like he was being a coward. Yes. And uh, so I understand. Also, he didn't want to get... Why would he want to tell her details of stuff that like could get him in trouble or her in trouble? You know, it's, it's the same reason why Poodle doesn't talk about his past lovers to his new lovers. I don't know. Mum. <laughs> you know what? I've, I've, I've dated a couple people. <laughs> How many relationships have you been in? One real. The amount of no one. The amount. What, how many have you had? <laughs> how many have you had? Y'all always go one less. <laughs> if they say three substantial relationships, you say two. <laughs> Honestly, because if you say mm, they're like, yeah, a bit like three long term relationships, maybe two, maybe two, and you go seven. Just ch- promise me, promise me, y'all. <laughs> Always undercut. They don't need to know on the first date. The first date is not a time for complete honesty. Jeez. You're just getting to know each other. <laughs> Seriously, no, this is dead serious. You don't share everything. You really need you to just, get. A, you really need to get a ninety day fiance and be on this. No, show. No, literally, you just you just omit certain things. They don't need to know everything. Someone's dating history does not really reflect who they are. Really, probably, I wouldn't talk about that on your first date anyway. No. Oh, it's like normal things in a, in a If gay, somebody's not, talking a about date. their ex on the first date, y'all. Red flag. Red flag. 
But I will say, uh, in a gay dating situation, it's usually you've moved far, you've moved faster. Um, kind of situation. I feel like gay people can talk about their coming out experience on a first date. That's the most boring thing. But it's a bonding thing because we've all been through it. Yeah, but <sighs> and you also kind of want to know. You do want to know, like that's a second date thing. I don't know because if a guy told me like, oh yeah, you know, um, my I came out or I try to come out and my family hates me and then I went to conversion camp and all that and they went well that's be like whoa different. that's a lot of you know, but you it's a yeah, bonding I, thing I understand but like I just I feel that there's a lot more to talk about than just your coming out stories what do you talk about on the first date um well I already know what position they are in bed because otherwise I don't. Wow. You talk about how they got to the city. You talk about normal things. You may talk about a little bit about coming out, but like, this is the thing. I think things are different now with 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 online gay dating. dating. Well, I'll dating. I think online. Yeah. So you never ask if they have an Amex Platinum card. Um. No, they go to the bathroom, <laughs> and hopefully they leave their wallet. <laughs> wow. Or I look at their phone. <laughs> All on the first date, everybody. All on the first date, y'all. <laughs> Those are important things to know. <laughs> the romantic. Mm-hmm. Poodle Boudreaux. All right. Um, any more? I think I'm done with Andre think, and Libby. I, I mean, it's kind of the same notes, but anything She basically else? says, you need to, I need you to tell me everything. Everything. And um, so he does, and then she's And then he like, kind of like loves her he kind of like like and hugs he says, her come here come here and then like gets really close to her and like eats her face okay we're gonna stop briefly for a commercial break see you back here sibling fights are unavoidable but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale that's the reality for brothers prince william and prince harry they were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See... Now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with their ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. 
I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft. And the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies. We've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, MeUndies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of MeUndies? It's on MeUndies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have a 
hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners, we know you get tired of waiting. Reality Gaze is coming to you, so no more complaining. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies, love yourself. Never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope. Keep going, queens. On to South Africa. I'm going to ask you not to say South Africa and roll your R, although she did come at me. You had a sissy who came for your South African accent. I don't know if she came for you or me. No, she came for you. Maybe. She said poodle. What did she say your accent? Maybe she thought. What did she say your accent sounded like? Someone from England who'd spent a week in South Africa. (laughs) Fine, I'll be red. I don't mind being red. Uh, the whole family is going to Tanianson, and you guys. The whole family is going to the Winelands. Yeah, um, the day is, after the bray. Yeah, the bry, the bry, whatever. <laughs> the barbecue that they had a big fight. You just read what you 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 read what you've written. Yeah, you don't you don't think anything else. You just read the prompter. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm Ron anyway, Burgundy. <laughs> so they go wine tasting. This made me miss wine tasting in bars. You're so bougie. This may be with wine tasting. Y'all, I love a good wine tasting. You know tasting. the saddest thing about COVID? No more wine tasting. Yep. That's it. That's Jesus. it. That's it. Oh, fucking gays. And they're <laughs> wine tasting. <laughs> I went to Napa. It was amazing. You don't like wine tasting, right? Because you don't understand why would you drink just half a <laughs> glass of wine. I'm okay with it. Give me more. Um, pour more. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Um, I don't usually like the people I'm with who are the people who well, I. that's the wrong choice. I go I, with fun people. No, I'm talking about the people who you meet. Like when you go with like two or three people, you're always part of a group. Oh, no. You're just. Go to a private one. Well, not all of us are as bougie as you are. Um, I, I find, I just, I like wine tasting. I just. I feel like such a fucking fat cat when I go like, oh, can you please bring my bag, please? It it always feels that way. I feel really entitled. But if you ever get money, that's how you're going to be. You're uh, going to make someone drive you yeah, around. Yeah, but I'm not now. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. It's going to be a whole new thing, y'all, when my bank account is full. Full when he finds that husband. So, mm. okay, so... Uh, they're all having wine tasting. They're all drinking, and then Sinchin's dad just kind of goes in. I want to talk about the guy who brings them, shows them to their table, who has a jawline like Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> he does. I'm. He could like hold me up and spin me around and throw me around. Did you see his arms? He was a like muscular. He could throw he was... me around, y'all. Oh god! And like fuck me like a post hole digger. Did you try to look for him on Instagram? <laughs> Maybe. 
y'all sissies if you find the cute wine that 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 the wreck it ralph that would wreck poodles ralph <laughs> then find us he was he was very bam bam uh and he wouldn't be a good lover. He'd just pound you. Who played Bam you. Bam in the uh, the Flintstones movies? I don't. It was somebody hot. Was it Freddie? It was it Freddie Prince Jr. Was it? No, he played. He was in Scooby Doo. Who played Bam Bam? Now we're googling. Um, I'm going to keep going. Uh, sure. So Dylan does show up with some arm braces. He does. And uh, then the father's like the stepfather. Stepfather Sengen says. We got to really see you last night. Um, and mom says, I felt a bit hurt. So oh, yeah, she they're does. basically going in. They're going in on her. Stepfather says, words are powerful. And I said, the stepfather here is really good at facilitating a good discussion. He's like a therapist. He's like, he's like Michael, the, the purple glass therapist. It is. So my question to you, I can't believe I'm saying this again. I cannot believe I'm about to say this. <laughs> Were they taking into consideration any of Tania's experience and feelings into this? Or were they just being on Sinjin's side? Because there's there's this idea. I get a little triggered when his dad said, he's just a bit more easygoing. I think a lot of times we say guys are easygoing, and the translation of that is they we're not letting we're saying it's okay they don't take any responsibility. Uh, a lot of guys say that they'll say I'm just easygoing, babe, and I think it's a cop out. As much as I would like to disagree with you, I cannot. <sighs> um, what the fuck? And I feel like life in South Africa for white men. Is just different. You can do whatever you want to. You know, we had a sissy came for us and explained that in South Africa, she didn't need to explain. She was she was asking for one word. She didn't need to explain. No, but she to me. talked about that. The majority is not a lot of. I, I knew right? that, and I misspoke. I did not and, know that, and I oh, the majority is African black people, but yet the minority, the minority is the ruling class, the white people. I knew that. I did I just, not know I that. just misspoke. I did and not I think know I that. said minority. But people. no, but I'm, I'm and I'm using that to kind of Oh, so you did not know no. that 90% of South Africans are black. I, I knew there was a um, I I knew it was it's probably not large, 90%. It's a big big percentage though. But I did not know they were by far the majority because by far. Cuz I just imagine coming from an American perspective that oh, surely these people were a majority. Yeah, when you know time. someone who's South African, they're white. Yeah. So I think that I'm actually trying to bolster what you're saying that right. life for a white South African uh it it seems like a bit of a fun ride. Yeah. Yeah, especially a male. Yeah. And it's like so I got to say I I think I would have started if we could go back in time, I would start a GoFundMe to have Skeksy Missy show up in the middle of this dinner and just lay them all the waste like fucking uh, like what? Just bur- by the way, y'all. Spoiler alert: Just burn them all fucking down like Daenerys at the end of Game of Thrones. Spoiler alert. Um, I think they had a point here that the what they were really trying to say is when you're with when you're at someone's house, don't go off on don't go off pop off at their barbecue. That was the most important thing. Now, they did not need to gang up on her, which kind of started to happen. Yeah, and they didn't, maybe they also didn't mention that 
their son was bringing up really inappropriate personal things of a marriage right. at a barbecue. Yeah. Well, I'm defending Tania. And he'd been drinking. Um, the thing about it is, your friend called it. She saw her edit last season, and she's very careful. She Y'all, is. that Tania that we're seeing this season is Tania who is biting her fucking cheek to say anything. Probably, We yeah. saw the best of, we're seeing the best of Tania. I think last season was more real Tania. Yeah. We're we're seeing sanitized Tania. Yeah. 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 Because ooh, bitch dude, she got hate last she season. She got the hate. Oh, 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 she got the hate. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. she saw she saw she she burned that pink shirt the premiere episode. <laughs> I mean, I wonder how mom and dad's were cuz she's like, you know, sometimes people argue just to argue. And I'm like, you know what? I agree with that. I and uh, I went yeah, and that was an indictment of Tania. She looked Tania like smiled and looked uncomfortable. Um, I think too, he's worried about losing his freedom. But I would say, you know what? Don't worry about losing your freedom. Worry about finding finding a way for us to have commonality on our life together. And I feel like too, that was it's his his biggest problem is not asking for things from her. Is she's he's just said yes I'll do that he's yes, a people I'll pleaser do that. Exactly. and this is what happens when you're a people pleaser especially with you, ton, ton, with Tania you please and please and please and please and please someone and you you get into the habit of sure I'll do that for you sure that's yeah. fine my needs don't need to be met sure sure and then one day you start fucking resenting it yeah and you it, start to you start to try to break the pattern and it is. Wretchedly painful for both. It was of you. probably like week four when your girlfriend was in Costa Rica learning how to be an herbal doctor. Yeah, and yeah. you and you had to drink some Jack. Uh, you know what the by moment? Skexy mother-in-law. The moment was, I think, when she said, "He's not my soulmate." <gasps> I think that's what changed. She'll everything for Sinjin. She'll never be able to live that down. She won't. But I think that's what changed it for Sinjin and went. I'm going to stop giving to you so much anymore. Y'all, if we didn't say before, when someone asks you if your husband is your soulmate. Say yes. <laughs> say yes. It doesn't matter. Yes, if you, I can. If you need yes, to. Yes, <laughs> I will. Yes, I will. On Montgomery Hill, say yes. Yeah, Montgomery Hill is not a lyric. <laughs> yes, I'll take a step. Yes, I won't. Um, yeah. Anyway, I think you're combining I'm just a bill <laughs> and I'm only here on Capitol Hill. <laughs> which is the Schoolhouse Rock episode. I'm combining that with say yes. And I, like I need that. and I need to take a moment to process how I want to brain you with my fist. <laughs> Y'all, it's actually not funny. I described I described the way his head was wired by like everyone had a god wiring them and his god was like crossed on like, yeah, this goes here. I'm gonna put all the right stuff in this one's heads, but I'm crossed out. I don't know where it goes. <laughs> you mean well, but it all comes out wrong. <laughs> Yes, I'm just a bill, (laughs) and I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. Yes. Yes, I can. (laughs) 
Yes, I will. And y'all, if you haven't seen Liza with a Z, it's a great like, kind of like Bob Fosse directed <sighs> it. Uh, you can find it on the in the on the internets, I believe. Oh, um, okay. Oh, Jesus. So do you want to move on to their friends? They're yes. Going. So they're going to go drink with hot Andrew and James. Oh, Andrew. Andrew could get it. Oh, he could. James. Sinjin eh. wants to start the night with Jaeger bombs. Um, Y'all, I'm just going to tell you this what now. What happened the last time you had a Jaeger bomb? Uh, nothing good can come uh, of Jaeger bombs. Nothing. No. You're nothing. not going to have a good night. I think it's not time. tonight's gonna be a good night. Ugh. No, you're singing that on on the way to the tow truck because, yeah. or the the tow truck has towed your car, and by the you're sitting there in the tow facility puking your guts out. Yeah, you're gonna puke if you drink it. I think the last time I had it was maybe. No, I don't even think college. I think I had such a bad experience in high school. That's all I ever did again. Uh, don't drink Jaeger in high school. God. That and hot I damn. I didn't, I didn't drink liquor in high school. I drank schnapps a little bit, but oh, mostly beer. That and Seagram 7. Oh, Jesus. God. You know what? High school kids, if you're listening, we do have a 16-year-old listener. Uh, drink better. Have a, Be snobs about or, your liquor. Or don't drink, high school person that may listening. That be appropriate. Don't drink. Talk to your mom if you have feelings of drinking. Or your dad. Or your guardian. Or your preacher. Or your friend. <laughs> Not poodle. <laughs> so anyway, y'all, they're at this dinner, and so I do not advocate underage drinking. So they start talking. But once you're 21, down it. Oh Jesus. <laughs> so, um, okay, y'all, these friends are on it because basically, Andrew says, "Look, I think Tania's in denial. She saw red flags when she was with because Tania says, you know, I saw red flags." And Andrew's like, well, if you saw the red flags, then you saw it. It's your choice not to believe it. You yeah. S- you <sighs> sold yourself on it. We said this. I'm like, have they listened to our show? Yeah. I mean, they're saying what people have said about Tania um, in the past and how she's trying to change him. But she saw everything that was going against him. Yeah. And my favorite thing that was said, you guys, oh. is Senjin saying... You want way more change from me than I want from you. And she couldn't say anything for that. She couldn't say anything. But James could because he basically was like, girl. Yeah, and she's on, you married. Na- you married now. Yeah. James, okay, is James gay or is he just a guy from South Africa I think he's just who a says very, something and purses his lips? I think he's just a very free man. <laughs> he's a very free heterosexual man. He's a very male. free heterosexual man. And so... James even says, I'm going to have to take you back there. Take all of your red flags and do what? Change him or change who he is? Or you're waiting for a dream that's not going to happen? Yep. I literally was like, did he listen to Jake talking about fantasy land? Yeah, I feel like, y'all, this needs to... They they need to... They kind of need to do, pull an Asuelo Kalani and write down what both of them want. Both of them want. Yeah. I don't, and I think if they were to pull the list up to one another, it would be one of these do not equal signs. Yeah. Because Tania says, we're not here to do this. And James says, oh, I think we are. Yeah. This is a catty bitch. Yeah, Miss Miss Mustache. But here's the deal. Sinjin said, the deal is they really need a couple's therapist because Sinjin says, 
I never told you what I need. And so it, the reason why yeah. it's not all on They're Tania, not communicating. You can't be mad at someone for not reading your mind. It's also... And, and Tania is trying to read his mind because Sinjin is not telling her what yeah, he they're needs. Not, they're not communicating. Yeah. Even though she's like... They, she thinks they are communicating a lot. You're not getting authentic communication Because I him. used to be like that. I'd be like, but I can't believe they did that to me. And then I'd have real bitch friend over here saying, <laughs> if you don't tell people what you yep. want... They're gonna not. They're not. They're gonna treat you how they want to treat you. You. You were such. You would bend over and just take it from anyone. And I was a pushover. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So you know, I think that it's. Um, yeah, they're. Uh, they're just basically like Tania needs to have patience, and she's like, "Okay, I'll work on that." But she's not gonna work on it. I still don't think they're gonna end up being together. They'll have to have they they should wind up in couples therapy. Uh, supposedly, they're still together. I think I still think there's a part of me that says I think he's going to cheat on her. He's a cheater. I, and you're I dead think, on right. I I think what Sijin is still saying. I'm an easygoing guy, and he's going to use that forever to not take responsibility and uh, not ever show up and be an adult. I agree because it seems like that is how his parents treated him. Yep. Especially after seeing this. Uh-huh. Mm. And they've, they've said, he's a very free spirit. So. Yeah. Which is why saying, we let him do what he wants. Yeah. He doesn't take responsibility for if anything. Sinjin doesn't get anything done, he doesn't if get it done. he doesn't want to be, but it's, I'm like, you're not a fucking child. You decided to marry someone. Yep. No one forced you. You fucking decided to do that. So either make it work. Or get the fuck out. And I feel like he's gone from... Uh, I think Sinjin. he's more in the wrong than she is. Uh, you know, I don't even think either of them are in the wrong. I feel like they just don't speak the same language to one no, another. No, they don't. And, and I feel like his parents were always there to kind of be there to say, yeah, sure, if you you're, need to move out of your place for a while, come stay with us for a while. Yeah. Your dream of being a bartender and surfing on the weekends. And sure. Your, your next dream of living in Morocco for a while. Or, you know, fine. It, that's, you're, you're, Sinjin's a wanderer. Yep. He doesn't have to support anyone because, you know, let's say, you know, God forbid Sin, uh, Sinjin was a black South African with either a family to support you know, he could not be a free spirit. No. So, yeah, I, they're not looking good right now. Speaking of people who don't like to do shit and pull their own weight, let's talk about Paul. Hey, friend. Uh, Creeny, there's a shit ton packed in the car, and uh, we're going to go out in the rain to see a poop factory. <laughs> All right. And by the way, we're going to play this song called Stay, Stay, Stay With Me. This Really <laughs> random song. I Shazam. That this. was weird. This is from a band called They Might Be Tall People. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to say we might be giants. That name was taken. And they're they're a Canadian band. Um, and um, they didn't want to offend anyone. I believe so this they're is, from Windsor. This is also signed to Def Jam Records, yeah. which we've talked about on mm -hmm. our Too Hot to Handle. Not D E F. But D-E-A-F jam. Uh-huh. It's where they um, don't listen before they sign you. Right. Yeah. Um, so, y'all. Um, it's a Lee Spike joint. <laughs> yes, exactly. 
So look up They Might Be Tall People. They might you be tall find people. You can find them anywhere you can buy music from Sam Goody. Stay, 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 stay. Um, so. Y'all, my father's a plumber. And he's never even taken me to a water treatment plant. I just think this is the worst group outing ever. <laughs> it's horrible. I feel like. And Karina sees through it. I feel like. He's almost trolling her at this point. No, she and she says, she's like, you're bad. Because he's trying to say, I'm just trying to show you, I'm going here to get a job. No, he's going here to say, look how much better my country yeah, is than yours. This, we, we do sewage treatment, and you like shit in the river. Yeah, because he's like, Tongchin stinks. It stinks. And it probably does. Karina probably can't smell but it. But not as bad as a sewage, sewage treatment, treatment plant. We so, had one right by our high school, and it smelled so <laughs> bad. I so, used to play over by it while no, the, no, my brother was playing no, baseball and I'd no. get bored. No, that's where I'd play Wonder Woman and run around the poop facility. So uh, they are. By myself. They are. He's, he wanting, want, they want to visit the poop water facility. And she says, you're bad. He's obsessed. He should be a plumber. Um, and she's like, he's obsessed with poop. Um, and this, and I think, in Paul's weird logic, that this is that this is any this is convincing her to stay in America, in a weird no, way. I think he's trolling her, but I also think, in his way, because this is what's important to him. Right. I think, and we have a guy who walks over who is the kind of manager. I think right now, I think it's time for an oh, episode of Natty's Theater. Um, I'm going to ask you to play the role of guy, owner of the facility, as okay. well as Karini. And I'll be playing the role of, hey, Frian. Frian Paul. Uh, uh, Frian, All right. Frian, this has been such a nice uh, tour of this of this poop water facility. Uh, Frian, I've really enjoyed. I know it's pouring down rain, and I brought my wife and my newborn baby out here, and we're doing our best. And, uh... Uh, I, oh! I, I, I'd also I'd also like to ask you: oh. Are you hiring at the moment? Are you hiring? You know, it's a weird thing to ask. I know on a tour, especially the poop water facility. Uh, but are I you? Mean, goddamn boy, I haven't even had my lunch break yet. I don't I haven't even had my crystal light. God, Paul, what do you think? You so, think uh, I'm gonna hire you? Look at you. Is that a no? Is that a no, friend? I mean, fuck. Look at you're wearing an oversized an oversized camo shirt. I think you got from. Kmart. I'll have you know it's Under Armour, uh, but I will. I, I you know I t- I'll take that under advisement. You're bringing your and wife and your baby out to a, a fucking poop facility. Who does that? Well, uh, I was actually quite fascinated with your technology here, friend, and I wanted to tell this you this is the that weirdest fucking job interview I've ever done. Uh, you know what? So is that a yes? Fuck no! I gotta go on my break. Just stay here out of the rain. Fuck. And scene. I've got to ask, what do you have in your mouth? <laughs> that, Chewing tobacco. That is the, what, what is you. So I thought you put something in your mouth. No, it's just I moved my. That is so method, y'all. <laughs> I go there. I go there. I'm actually really impressed. <laughs> people, pe- I have people come we at work me and on say, this. people come at me and say I am mean to you all no. the time. I swear to God, I will completely validate you when you do something really well. Look, you know what Poodles taught me? 
if he does I'm something a professional that, and I have very high standards. And a lot of it I realize is not about me. It's about it's his stuff. Very much high standards, yeah. And if Poodle crosses a line, y'all, I will tell him as I've told him. Oh, you should because, hear what happens if we off air. I'm verbally abused. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But he has taught me to stand up for myself, and then he realized, oh, fuck, now he's doing it with me. So we're fine. Um, Y'all, anyway, so. <laughs> you I, That makes sense, because I was talking as him, and you were, I thought I had something on my face, because you were no, kind of looking at me. No, I was like, what is in your mouth? And I'm like, oh, I believe that's a chaw. <laughs> yeah, it's a chaw. Good for you. Thanks. Um, um, Paul's a fuck. Why can't Paul book? And I'm. I he still doesn't doesn't have a job, by the way. I'm gonna say this, and I don't mean in a demeaning way. I, I so I really because people that work at places like a convenience store or McDonald's, Burger, these are hardworking people. Yeah. So I'm not saying that. I'm saying though the qualifications to work at those places, like not you don't have not to a have whole a, lot. You don't have to have a school degree even. Like yeah. You could. So you need to be now. Do why I don't understand why Paul couldn't get those jobs now. I don't think Paul could keep all those jobs because, like some of those people who work at a Seven Eleven or a Burger King that are hardworking, yeah, Paul is not hardworking. But and he would fucking blow up the fry machine. He's, he's been in a tech job before, but it, couldn't he at least like get a job somewhere? Yeah, that's what's weird. It's what it is. It's hit me. He doesn't want to work. No, he doesn't want to work. And he's going back to Brazil saying he tried. He's going to, he just wants to jump from place to place. Brazil is the last resort to make so Karini won't leave him. Exactly. He wants to, he doesn't want to take any responsibility and he wants to drag this out for as long as he can. And y'all, so they're going to go back to, he agrees in this, in the end, to go back to Tonachin's friend. Tonachin's friend. Uh, Tonachin's. That is the most Paul. T- town of the world, the way he said, Tana Cheens. It's almost better than Manaus, friend. Uh-huh. Uh, it's almost uh, like Winnie Wood. <laughs> Winnie Wood, friend. Winnie Wood, friend. Um, so he's going to go back. He agrees. He's like, for a little bit. For, for a little, little bit, bit friend. Uh, he's like, it's going to be hard living with, it's going to be hard living with Karini's family. Uh, but um, I, I, I want her to like, I know she misses Brazil and she misses mother and father. Because Karini, I think, thought that she would have more family support. At least from the way this has been yeah. edited. Mary's having to mother, take off. Mother, mother Paul is like at having lunch at K-Rose with her bridge group every day. She's having to say, sorry, you've got to do this on your fucking own. Yeah. I'm not raising your kid. Which, good for her, because Paul's dad probably is having none of it. Yep. It's not that hard to get a job. I it's agree. harder to keep a job, which Paul would fuck up, but it's not that hard to get one, y'all. I agree. <sighs> You're just you're just flailing your body. You're, you're dancing flailing your body. Room. Does it does it feel uh is it nostalgic to see a twink dance around in your hotel room for you? Uh, if this was if and by a twink dancing in my hotel room. This is like flash forward 30 years. <laughs> it was like something like out of Terminator. <laughs> Let's just listen. Mm-hmm. What kind of like telescope filter is that, is that twink in it? I don't think you were ever a twink. No. I was no. a twink. I was a twink. Yeah, I don't think I ever was. I was always kind of a man. Mm, I think you moved from like 22 year old boy to woman. I don't think there was ever a man stage. That's true. Oh, actually, you in 
high school I was a twink, but I wasn't gay out then, so. But your face was all misshapen. Wow. <laughs> Think of it. No, it kind of was. We've seen it. <laughs> you know, I take your it back. Your face is much better now. Poodle's mean to me. <laughs> Let's just get on your with it. Your face was misshapen, though. <laughs> and you know what? And your personality still is misshapen. <laughs> Let's this is our sissy spotlight for this week. Sissy spotlight. Roll tape. Three, two, one. Hey, queens. It's Heather and Laura Eubanks. I just wanted to thank all of the sissies for all of the help, the love, and concern that you guys have given us through all of this lovely pothash drama with our house. We are hopefully getting out soon. We have speak- spoken sorry, with a few lawyers and have couple things that we need to do and I will be giving an update to everyone soon but I just wanted to thank you guys so much we love you y'all we tell you this shit is real Whoa. people are really going through it that's uh, Sissy Heather dealing with the podcast as in Elizabeth's family <sighs> as in family Libby as family. in we love America as in Charlie oh, God, this, this Moldovian coke has a real Moldovan coke has a real bite to it They've been updating. You can go. Uh, if They're you're, dealing with not getting evicted from the podcast. Exactly. If you want to find all that out, you can join our sissy squad, our face, private Facebook group. As Poodle says, we have fun in we there. We have fun in there. And, um, but have, y'all, we love you. Send prayer, prayers Call going up. Call all prayer warriors. Call in all for prayer sissy warriors Heather for and him. her partner. Oh, boy. What a bunch of bullshit. We um, appreciate... Uh, all the goodwill that's been going on. They're they're fighting it. They're talking to lawyers. They're doing they everything they can. They are. Yep. All right, Poodle. Is it time? We're done it's with the time show. For that's our it. shout outs. Oh yeah. No teasing. I remembered. Y'all, we're on a new this is our fourth time going through the alphabet. Wow. Thanks again, Mary, for keeping track of this. We're starting on A. A. A A is for anxiety. anxiety. A <laughs> is for um Adam's apple. Always gave me away. Ooh. Um A is also for Adam Felk. Felk? Adam Felk. Oof. I've had a good felking occasionally. Jesus. <laughs> Adam Felk. Felk. Um, y'all. This is a boy. This is a man. Is he hot? I'm not answering that question. <laughs> um, y'all, Adam Felk. I need, um, to get, I need to not ask that. He is really into genealogy. Okay. Really, really into genealogy. Okay. And um, he has been learning about his family, and he did the, the Ancestry.com. He's done uh, Me and 23. Yeah, 23 and Me. 23 and Me. He even did... Um, um, Joni spit in a cup and I'll tell you where you're from, <laughs> reader. <laughs> and so he'll do anything. My favorite part of that was Joni. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the deal. This is the deal. Joni told him that he's actually not a felk. Okay. That he's a belk. Oh my God. The belk, like the people who own the department store from where a, I come from. And that he's a bastard child of the belks. And his name was changed to felk. Or really with a W. He's responsible for my mother buying me clothes for back to school all the way years. Well, here's I'm surprised you haven't read about him in the paper because ever since then... He's a belk. He has been protesting every day saying, free the felk, I'm a belk. <laughs> he thinks that's going to catch on. It really hasn't yet, but you can find him. He should just become a Macy because Macy's took it over. It's true. He, tr- well, 
he Boy, feel I ruined like, that, didn't I? He feels <laughs> like he has the the namesake to take it back. He okay. D- he's never had a business class, and he doesn't get how commerce really works. Right. Only business. He just thinks Neither he did the Belks. It. So he really thought he was kind of out of this. And then he started fucking a Belk. <gasps> an so actual now, Belk? An actual Belk. But he's a Belk. Well, he's long since removed, so he's kind of looking <laughs> over that. And he's like, and it's in the South. Like three, so, like second cousin. So he's fucking like his fourth cousin, which is fine. My cousin okay. Lolo's married to her second cousin anyway, so. We he, don't like Lolo, though. I know, that's, yeah. So anyway, he's fucking his fourth cousin. However, he doesn't realize his fourth cousin's a man. I don't oh. know if Adam Felk is, is gay in real aware? life. Is he aware? I don't know if Adam Felk is gay in real life. He just, this cousin is rich and he's fucking him but he realizes that it's probably not going to happen because I'm, the belks are probably pretty homophobic i don't know i'm gonna say they are they they do deal in clothes so they have to employ a lot of gay people oh maybe they love but either way y'all it's not gonna happen you know why because he told his story to this guy at a Waterburger, and then he <laughs> said i'm a belk so guess what spoiler alert this guy isn't really a belk. He's just going <laughs> to take him for his money and do cocaine in his bathroom. Good luck to you, Adam. Boy, that ain't sad. <laughs> a little that, addendum. There is no, uh, there's no Whataburgers where there are belks, but that's okay. You know, it's my sissy spotlight. <laughs> you know what? That's, that's fair. Shut up. It's fair. Poodle, who are you talking about today? Mine is Becky Jizzin. Jesus. Becky Jizzin. 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 Becky Jizzin. Not Jizzin. Jizzin. <sighs> Becky, or it could be Jizzin. I don't know if the Z is voiced or not. Becky Jizzin. Let's go with Jizzin. Sisson. Okay. <laughs> That's how they pronounce it in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, y'all. About Becky. Becky is obsessed with big flowing wigs. I love her already. To the point of, like, not just, like, cute little wigs that show that you, like, day-to-day wear. We're talking big drag wigs. Like, purple, all kinds of colors. The bigger, the better. The more shit in there. You know how, like, you get one of those Bloody Marys in a place, and it's got, like, a fucking, like, onion ring and two mozzarella sticks and a hot dog? Mm -hmm. That's what the wigs are basically like, but not food. Like, sparklers and pinwheels and shit. I love a volume wig. Yeah. She loves that. So, she was also obsessed when they... Were, remember when Roseanne was on yeah. and they the, the one woman said, I'm Becky and I'm leaving. And, and Becky said, wait, my name is Becky. I could be on Roseanne. And she auditioned for Roseanne. Oh. And it was a really heated process. She comes in there with her fucking wigs all over the place. Immaculate. Oh, wow. Like, Purple wigs. She didn't really and do her character research, did the, she? No, she didn't. She didn't know it was a working class family. <laughs> um, <laughs> she didn't. She didn't realize that Roseanne's family might not have enough money to make that wig upkeep. She walked into that audition with a full-on pink bouffant, but the hair person saw something more in her. Mm. 
and said and saw and like out of a dream he's like now that's commitment that's a girl who goes for it that's a whole different she reinvented that becky character she's now she's now becky who feels good about herself this girl i don't know what she's doing this girl's thera chalk who's the, the one who's really going for her you know she looks like she's like gonna be on some show called scrubs later who even knows I may be, I may be completely clairvoyant here, but I'm just a gay hairstylist who knows really good hair. And I just know that this Becky is the Becky with the good hair. I was waiting for it. (laughs) And the producers said, we like the other girl. So Becky with the good hair, with the purple beehive bouffant walked walked away but that that hairstylist that gay flaming queen what ran up to her and says i just want you to know you did the best you possibly could and i i want you to work for me and from then on becky with the good hair becky jisson worked on that last season of roseanne and then was out of work right after and never worked again. Okay. And then she, you know, she went on. <laughs> Do her own thing. Never stopped wearing those pink wigs, though. This is appropriate because it was just Beyonce's birthday this week. Yes. How fitting. Anyway. Wow. Thank you for not really <laughs> doing my uh, punchline. Don't not laughing at it. No. I was waiting for it. Yeah, it's not a very satisfying. What? Anyway. <laughs> that's Bessie, <laughs> Becky Chisholm. Let's end I the liked show. It. I liked it. <laughs> Let's just move on. I still love that she didn't understand the show at all. No. <laughs> she knew what she liked. That's all. Oh, y'all, that's funny because it's true because it happens. Good um, for you, Becky. Y'all, that's the show. You can that's go to the n- show. You can go to 90daygays.com, find everything about us, our other podcasts we do. Sign up for our Sissy Sentinel. That's our once-a-month newsletter. Going to be sending out some information about our virtual live show coming in in October. And y'all join our Patreon. We're having so much fun there. On Friday, we're we're releasing a new Buy Curious episode for you. It's going to be an episode of Selling Sunset. Selling Sunset. Uh, For those of you, boy, this bitch is already ready to go. She's packing up her shit. No, I'm just moving my bag. I am hungry. I'm hungry. Yeah. So am I. You know what? And I'm a professional, so I'm yeah. fine. Yeah. I'm not packing my bag. And you've never wrapped up the show <laughs> early for your own personal needs. Maybe. Um, one time, literally, he's doing this and doing this, and I was like, we need to show it up. And he was like, get out. He's coming over. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the times before COVID when you could just get fucked after a podcast? We're going to have to record like seven episodes on one day just to because I won't see him. Yeah, I'm gonna be busy. Um. Anyway, that's the show, y'all. That is the show. We had a really good time. Jumping us to at Cameo. Our links to Cameo are in the show notes. We got merch. We got. I think that's it. Fuck it. Oh, right. leave a review, y'all. Please. Nothing, nothing pleases poodle as punch. I'm more. I'm pleased as punch. Pleased as punch. When you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, even if you don't know what to say, give us five stars. And what do you say, poodle? Keep, Keep going, going Queens. Queens. I'm sorry. God, someone got on his phone on his grinder <laughs> no, to I, meet somebody in the I hotel. I had like four messages. I'm sorry. 
Anyway, Because I've been doing this podcast since 2008. Hey, y'all, we call these people Lonely Hearts, Caputo, aren't we all just Lonely Hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? Yes. And if you, if you think you might, if, if you think that working with poop water might be a job you'd be interested in, call us. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 